Geo Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. Before we get started, I want to ask that you subscribe if you have not already so you don't miss any of the new content as it's published on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. If you listen on a platform that supports a rating and a review, please leave one for us so that others who are attempting to find this style of content on the platform that you're listening on will be able to find it very easily. Thank you so much for your support. Being your best friend is our topic for today. And the way I kind of think about this is I think about what it means for me to be a good friend to someone. I think about all of the things that I am willing to do for that individual to support them in the time of need. I'm drawn back to numerous examples of time that I spent with certain people outside of my family construct where all of that time sort of culminated in an intimate relationship. And when I mean intimate, I mean we talk about everything. We share out of our hearts. And when one of us is in need, we spring into action as if that particular person were a blood brother or sister or some sort of family member with a close-knit connection. You know, when you think about friendship like that and the time and all of the investment that has been made to reach that point, you typically get the feeling that you've invested in something that is incredibly worthwhile. The sad part of this intro is that when we look at the relationship that exists between us and our inner self, more often than not, we do not have this same style of relationship. On the contrary, we speak to ourselves very harsh. There's this uh, concept of us being our worst critic. There's very little relationship building that takes place between us and our inner self. We want to change that paradigm today. We want to forklift those old habits that did not allow this style of relationship to flourish from within to do just that, to begin the process of getting to know ourselves in such a way that it becomes very easy for you to confide in yourself, to trust in yourself, to believe in yourself, and to come to your own rescue if and when needed. Let's look at some precepts and principles around this idea of being our best friend. And then, as always, we're going to give you some practical application steps so that you have a process you can deploy to make this happen sooner rather than later. We've been brought up in an environment most people have, not everyone. The majority of people are brought up in an environment where... Let's just use focus for the next set of bullets where our focus is really driven 
by, well, what's most important to us. In a world where comparison is all around us in various formats like never before with all the social media, with the actual media, everything that we would come in contact with in the advertising space, it often leads us to feel like we have these certain inadequacies. It makes us feel like we don't measure up in this area and that effectively we don't have all of the best things necessary for us to be our best self. And so out of that comes the worst critic because again, focus, our focus is on things that quite frankly, aren't really important, but because everyone else is looking at that stuff, we find ourselves looking at that stuff where that stuff is generally has a negative connotation. So right out of the gates, we want to squelch. We want to squish. We want to subdue and lock up, never to be released this notion of being our worst critic. Let us make a commitment right now as a family to stop doing that. Today is the day that we stop being our worst critic. This is the first step in the process of being or becoming our best friend. This is the first step in befriending ourselves. And this is the first step for building an intimate relationship with ourselves. So no more do we do that. And should we find ourselves trying to revert back? Just remember, you said on the date that you hear this podcast, I concur with the host. I'm going to stop doing that. I'm changing my focus from being a negative lens to a positive lens. I'm going to stop hurling insults at myself. I'm going to stop feeling inadequate as a result of various comparative models. And I'm going to start loving myself. I'm going to start getting to know myself. I'm going to start behaving like I matter to me. That's number one. No more being your worst critic. Instead, we're going to replace worst critic with chief cheerleader. Let's go a level deeper. I want you to think for a moment about this. When we opened up, we talked about all of the time that you've invested in various friendships that you have. Not the superficial ones, not the surface ones where you kind of know someone in passing. You see them here and there at various networking events. You used to work with them a couple of employers back. No, 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 not those. The ones where you can call that person any time of night. They will get out of their warm bed, put their slippers on, find a quiet place in the house and have a real heart to heart talk with you. And that they will listen to you no matter how long you need to vent. And they will be there for you no matter what. When you think about that type of relationship and all of the talking that you've done to create that, 
I want you to compare and contrast that with how you talk to yourself and family. If you're not talking to yourself in the exact same way that you talk to external friends that you care about, that you're in relationship with, that you have ties and a partnership with, like you'll get out of bed for them deep night to support them. You will give money to aid them. If you're not doing those same things for yourself, you should be. And perhaps today is that day. Perhaps today signals a turning point away from talking trash to yourself, to speaking life into yourself, to trusting in you, to being nice to yourself. Studies suggest that befriending yourself is the best thing that you can do for mental health. Why? Because you become aware of who you are, what your needs are. You make time to address those needs and you do so in a loving, caring manner, which encourages you to continue feeling like that. And then there's that whole dopamine reward system kicking in because every time you love on yourself like that you enjoy how that feels it is a fantastic feeling every time you get quiet time you may resort to hanging out with you dopamine system kicks in the more and more you spend time with you you become self-aware The more self-aware you become, the easier it is for you to respond to challenging circumstances, the easier it becomes for you to do life at a different level. Make no mistake, each of us has a inner mean girl and an inner mean guy. Imagine your inner mean gal or guy taking chemical cues for sake of clarity these chemical cues are going to be feelings and emotions so imagine them taking chemical cues and then taking a stance from those chemical cues and marrying it with a past experience this is in fact what occurs And what launches them into action? What happens after that? You know exactly what happens after that. Maladaptive behavior kicks in. And then that inner mean guy or gal pops up. And then you got ants running all through your body. Mostly your mind. The response is intended to protect you though. That's the whole evolutionary reason why it exists to protect you, to keep you from going through whatever it is you went through the last time that created all that pain. But when you befriend yourself and you talk back to yourself with love and kindness, you're able to then have awareness of that space between trigger and response. Now you're positioned differently than the masses. You can begin to take different actions. You can begin to have different behaviors. And as a result, 
over time, you will unlearn some of the things that you're doing and saying, and you will natively replace them with positive thoughts. Maybe your disposition right now is, I can't turn off the ants. That's fine. Recognizing that they're not there to hurt you instead, they're there to protect you. Now you can begin to have a relationship with them. Moreover, you can begin to learn from ants. Yes, you can learn from them. What can you learn? The ants will help you understand where you've been bruised or battered or beaten, treated unfairly, neglected. All of these things that run through your head, that spike your cortisol and make you feel like I need to take action. I need a retreat. I need to go 180 percent in the other direction. These are areas where you need further development and growth. Becoming the friend of your aunt voice, that inner mean guy or mean girl. This is a wonderful thing that's getting ready to take place. It's like a beautiful dance where they fire off and you go, I heard you. I heard you loud and clear. This is what you told me. And I'm going to write that down. We're going to put together a plan. And together, you and I are going to address that. That is how you turn the ants way down. You may never turn them off, but you can turn them way down where you can begin to make meaningful change in your life. And I know that I mentioned awareness. I want you to know that awareness is the result of you being mindful. When you befriend yourself and you really get to know you, what makes you tick, what your triggers are, the areas where you've been hurt, various situations that you've participated in that didn't go your way and you opted to give in or give up. Once you really get to know yourself, now someone comes along and says that, well, it's so noted. You already know about that. Therefore, it can no longer hurt your feelings. A situation pops up with a co-worker. That button used to be active. You can go, you know what? I'm aware that this has been an issue for me in the past. Right now, I'm choosing to disable that. In just these small examples that I've given, there's a tremendous amount of power there that you already possess. All you have to do make the decision that you're going to become your best friend. At this juncture, I'm going to tell you a quick little process that you can begin to deploy that goes along with the principles we've just covered to help you understand exactly what you should do. There's a possibility that you won't be able to remember each of these. So I would encourage you when you get home to fire up this uh, podcast again Take another listen to this episode and document these five steps. Number one, spend quality time with yourself. You're going to do this so that you get to know yourself, so that you become acquainted with how you are, what makes you tick, what your triggers are, and the things that have happened to you that create the total you. Number two. 
listen to yourself with a friendly ear. Remember that the ants actually love you. They are there to protect you. Be friends with them or make friends with them. They don't actually desire to harm you. They're in your corner. Listen to what they have to say. Use it to gain an appreciation for areas that you need to work on systematically, one by one, as you create that list of things that you want to correct, undo, or recover from. You will find that the ants have become one of your strongest allies to feed you information that you need to make the changes required for you to be your best version and to become your best friend. Number three, ask yourself how you feel right now and why. So when you're spending that quality time with yourself and maybe it's a day when some things didn't go quite right or perhaps you've had an issue with your loved one or your partner, whatever the case may be, whether it's professional or personal, when you have that time for yourself, check in with your feelings, come to understand what emotions are causing you to feel the way you feel, come to understand the change in your body when you have a feeling or an emotion that's persuading you to change states and feel some kind of way. And it's all right to be vulnerable, but you're not allowed to be judgmental or harsh with yourself. Number four, trust yourself. No one knows you better than you. You are your expert. All of the deepest data points that make you you are known by you. And by following this process, learning those areas that you want to come up a couple of notches and marrying that with wisdom, you then come to a place where you're able to trust yourself. And when you trust yourself, you're building self-confidence and self-confidence we know is essential for the accomplishment of our dreams. And furthermore, when we trust ourselves, we become trusting of our instincts. That's a whole nother area that we're going to talk through. But becoming comfortable with trusting your instincts gets easier and easier as your relationship builds and grows. Number five, forgive yourself. Under all circumstances, no matter how messy or damning the situation may appear, you're going to be nice to yourself. You're going to be kind to yourself. You're going to be forgiving. You're going to give yourself a break. And you're going to realize that you were doing your best. Mistakes are inevitable. Therefore, just like a loving parent would do to a young child, you're going to have that same level of love and care and compassion for you. It's actually pretty cool to let yourself off the hook, especially being an adult. We talked to you about five things you can deploy right now to start becoming acquainted with you so you can become your best friend. And remember, family, that personal development is limited by the time we have on Earth. We don't have a lot of time. We need to take action now. Please take the next step, make that decision to move forward 
with becoming your best friend and building an intimate relationship with yourself. You won't be sorry. Befriending yourself connects you to your inner voice and your sixth sense. There's so many wonderful things that you have to gain by having this deep-rooted, intimate connection with yourself. And remember, trust and forgive. That concludes this episode. Thank you for your time and attention. Share this episode on your Instagram stories and tag me on IG at your thought life, Y-O-R, thought life, no spaces. I want to remind you that you are enough. You can do it. And you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe.